from this. Dirt, 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 dirt. I'm all about that. Dirt, 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 dirt. I'm throwing. Dirt, 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 dirt. I miss that. Dirt, dirt, dirt. Gotta get back to I'm it. a dirt trackaholic. Call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that. Dirt, 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 dirt. I miss that. Dirt. Dirt. Gotta get back to it. I've been the Kenny Wallace of the rap game. Ever since I hit him with that dirt track thing. Now nationwide, everybody knows my name. They're like, mama, that's Kenny Montgomery. He sings that song we like. Yeah, well, that's me. Roll out the trailer, I'm flossing. Huh. Them Hoosier tires glossing. Them cold kind, we're tossing. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. I hit the high side, boy, I park it for Brian Clausen. Welcome to Throttled Up the Podcast. Often imitated, never duplicated. Your weekly home for the best in motorsports coverage. Even your grandpa talking about, man, that boy too cold. Sit on 24s, we don't ride on spinners. Uh-uh. I'm posted up on them 15s with platinum dirt defenders. Yes. Got kids up in my window, like, hey, Mo, are you gonna win it? Uh-huh. Yeah, I hope y'all brought some stamps, cuz y'all know I'm about to send it on there. Dirt. Welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast, and we are live in studio tonight, Matt. And uh, as we talked last time, we are we're back to weekly. Um, you know, shows, um, and excited about that for sure. And, uh, you know, getting some things back to normal. Normalcy's good after, uh, everything we've dealt with over the, about the last year. Yeah. Everything we can get back to normal is 100% perfect. Um, so yeah, so, you know, we've got a guest in studio today, Matt. Um, and I'm going to throw it to you because you are introduction, uh, master. I don't know about that, but, uh. In the house, and I have the Peter Hall Super Stock Driver, number 96, Grant Simpson. Grant, good to have you in here. Thanks for having me. And, uh, you know, let, let's let's jump in right, you know, as we, we normally do. And, and, Grant, I know that, you know, we know that there is a definite connection to why you are uh, you're involved in racing. But for those who maybe don't know you as well, how would you get into all this crazy stuff? Well, actually, uh, it started with my brother uh, back in, I think, his late middle school, high, early high school. So I was about late, late elementary, early middle school for me. Um, he, my dad, put him in a mini sprint down in Linton, Indiana. I don't know if you guys remember that track, but <laughs> yeah, it was a great track. And uh, you know, we raced with you know Briscoes and the Barrows and Nifflis and um, some other people. And he started racing, and uh, he kind of got out of it and got to about my junior year in high school and i've been talking about racing dirt bikes because a bunch of my buddies was racing the gncc and all that and i get a text and you know you're not supposed to have your phones in high school but i just happen to look at it and unless well, it's for racing yes yeah yes that's only acceptable uh seen a message from my dad saying how would you want to go midget racing i was like what are you talking about he texted me back he's like well i can get a kenya midget which is just a midget chassis with a 1200cc engine in it. Um, they race, it's the same car you race on pavement and dirt. I was like, yeah, let's do it. So we started there and uh, did that for about two, three years. Um, that went to a little wayside. We raced a silver crown car 
um, for actually about one race, about 10 laps, so our engine went <laughs> kaboom. Um, so then we idled, and then we, you know, as everyone's aware, we're in the super socks now. So, so what made you decide to go to a full-bodied car route? Because, you know, you, the Kenyan car and the Silver Crown, you know, open-wheel stuff, and now, now you're in a, a full-body car. Uh, well, I, my dad had been helping Tommy East, uh, the 12 mm. car, a lot, and, you know, it's there's nothing not expensive about racing, so everything's expensive, but you look at these classes versus the other ones, and it's not that expensive. So, and driving 40 minutes home after a race is pretty nice from Brownstown. Oh, right on, yeah. So, the midget and the, you know, Silver Crown, if you want the race, you had to go to Belleville or Syracuse or, you know, Illinois and all that. Midget, we were going to Logan Sport um, and Indy quite often. So, it just, and I mean, like we were saying, uh, my papa, Kenny Simpson, you know. That's what I was going to say. Your lineage yeah. actually goes back further than yeah. your brother there. He uh, he was a late mall guy, and, you know, everyone knows him. And, you know, when he showed up, you know, what I heard, never got to meet him because um, he died when my dad was 18. So, I wasn't even a thought at that point. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, from what I've heard, he, you know, he was one of the ten- ones to beat when he showed up to any track, and especially Brownstown. Yeah, oh yeah, he. I can remember him. I was a kid, but I re- I remember when he raced, and he. Uh, if he was on the racetrack, you better watch oh, yeah. out, you know. Yeah. And when you you had, first of all, I want to translate when you ask, you know, what brought him over to full body cars. That's called transitioning to the dark side. I actually thought he got smart, but <laughs> um, so that I just wanted to, so you understood that was you the, understand yeah. more technology but cheaper. I'm I'm not going there. Uh, no, uh, because so, we've already talked about that. You know, the no, it, you're yes, I understand. I understand. Yeah. I yes, we talked about it last time. Yeah, you're frustrating me right out of the gate. Cheaper and still no starters. <laughs> yeah. You got a spare weight anywhere you can. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, you, you talk about, you know, with your with your grandpa there and, and, you know, that lineage. What's it feel like, though, now to be in, you know, even in the Superstock at Brownstown Speedway where, you know, just like Matt said right there, you know, the memories and the stories of your grandfather are very, very strong. It's, uh, it's special. It's, you know, some of the – tracks i got to go to in the midget he raced at um like anderson speedway he raced up there but to come on the dirt and you know at brownstown where he's in the hall of fame and you know he's won the jackson 100 and all the wins that he's had over there and it's just really other than worrying about getting the car on the track the first time i was i was in the car that night and not killing it every single time and it was just you get out there and you're like it's pretty cool and i knew that once we got through last year you know we raced twice last year once we got through uh last year in this off season our plans of you know how the car looks now it was even going to be even more special so it definitely it is a neat thing so when you rolled out the first race you were there this year before i even looked down at the you know my race lineup and hot lap lineup there i like my gosh, that looks just like Kenny's car, you know. <laughs> so I went right back to a kid, and then I seen your name. I was like, oh, there, there's got to be some relation yeah. there with that deal, you know. So yep. yeah, yeah, it's uh, like I you know said, uh, it was it's the same car, same collar, down to the chassis. Uh, that baby's 
I don't know, I think it's a safety blue is what it's actually called. Um, his last car he owned was a safety blue chassis with the red body, um, you know, white panels on top with the white nose. So it's identical other than, you know, I have a few more stickers on my car right. than he did. But yeah, it, it's like you said, almost identical. Mm -hmm. And yep. you know, back then everybody had a white nose. Cause I think that's the only color you could get the nose in <laughs> yeah. was white. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you had the opportunity to watch some video of your grandfather race and kind of see the way he drove oh yeah yeah i gotta watch a lot and uh that's why i see a lot of people they'll comment on my stuff or you know they come up to me in the track and say have you got that uh that they call it, i don't know what it's actually called but they called the simpson burp on the back stretch where he you know basically everyone used to take that right rear off the back of the track mm -hmm. and then launch back on and i was like no i haven't got i don't I'm not brave <laughs> enough yet for that so but yeah i've watched a lot of video and you know, it's pretty neat, you know, been a lot better to watch him in person, but, you know, everything happens for a reason, so. In your defense, the track was a whole lot flatter back there. Oh, when you, you yeah, know, yeah, so yeah, you, yeah, you, you might, uh, it might not work as well no, now that no, they've baked the track yeah, up. So. Burping now is a whole <laughs> different deal. <laughs> yeah. So what, you know, as you, as you transition from the open wheel cars now into these, these super stocks, what are, what are some of the biggest differences that you, you've had in that adjustment? Uh, not seeing your front tires. Uh, that's, you know, it's, it, I got used to it quick, but, you know, and then your nose sticks out a lot farther where on the open wheels, you're, you know, you just have a small little, uh, bumper on the front, but, you know, make, you know, adjusting really your depth perception on that is how far, you know, you are close to a car, you know, how much more room you can go and all that. But I mean, driving wise, you know, I like a tight race car, so I about drive it about the same. Hmm. So it's not much other than I can't hear anyone coming up on me in these stock cars because all the panels and open wheel, you can hear them, you know, better. But that seems like a lot of open wheel. You're, it's almost like you're sitting in a kitchen chair. Oh, yeah. Are yeah. you more reclined in, in the, the super stock or are you, do you set yourself yeah. up still yeah, like so that? In our open wheel, you know, you are like, like I said, you're in a chair with your knees just straight down, your legs straight down where, you know, super stocks and stock cars, you're, you know, your legs are out. So that's a lot more comfortable and you're, you are reclined back a little bit in my chair, but or racing seat. <laughs> but I actually I use the same seat I used in my midget. Oh, really? So, yeah, That's it, cool. it actually worked out. And then you know you, it's interesting when you talk about depth perception and the nose and things like that because Matt, you'll remember when Derek Clegg made the switch from pure stock to super stock. It's the same exact thing he told us. You know, the toughest thing was at the pure stock. He had gotten to that point of knowing how Where close he could get, and then he realized. He yeah. was starting to get into some people's quarter panels, not on purpose, but because he didn't realize he was that far out there. Yeah, yeah. So that's got to be a challenge once you kind of get used to it. Yeah, I think a big thing on that is the starts of, you know, you want to be right on the dude's bumper, but you don't want to get up too far because, I mean, you if you get up too up. far, yeah, you scoop them up, you can, you know, flat the tires. You know, I've seen that happen before I started racing, but, you know, that's just stuff you pay attention to. It's like, oh, don't want to do that. What's it like running in that class? You know, there's a there's a lot of competition there in that uh, that super stock class over there. What's it like running in that class? Tough. Um, I even last year before I had a car, I went over there a couple times, and um, you know, obviously late malls, those guys are good, and you know, most of them do it for a living because it was a Lucas Oil show that I went to. But uh, you know, watching that class, you're like, man, you know, top. At that time, I was thinking top five. And then once I got the car, 
and, you know, watched them more. I was like, you know, 10 to 12 guys in oh, this yeah. class can win. And, I mean, you guys have – you have Mike Fields and Boatnik. You know, they've been doing it for longer than I've been alive. So, <laughs> not to call them old or anything if they're listening. But That's okay. They're old. <laughs> no, yeah. but, you know, they've been doing it longer, like I said, than I've been alive. So, and doing know. it at a very high level, too. Yes. Yes. I will call them both old, um, but absolutely yeah. studs on the racetrack. Yes. Boatnik's younger than me. But I've called you old. Like that's like, let's not act like that was a high. Uh, uh, you know, I, yeah. I contradicted myself. There. I know, I know. But <laughs> you're you're in the category. Yeah. And I'm. I mean, like I've heard you guys say before, because you know I listen to this every week. Is I truly believe that is the most competitive mm. class over there, and not just because I'm in it now, but I I still believe that. We've said that actually for a couple of years now, and, and I don't think it's uh, they've proved us wrong yet. No, because you know you got all the Chastain brothers. Yes. They're tough you know, in night in, night out. Mike Fields. Well, and I, Boat Nick. You, J.T. Huffman now yeah, has really yeah. reared his head as, you know, a guy in that in that class. Well, I think the thing is, is, you know, that, that makes it such a competitive class is even as people move up or go out of the class, it seems like that next person is always there. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you go back, you know, a couple years ago and we talk about, you know, the Jason Heymans, you know, who moved on and um, now is retired. But you, you, you look at those, but there's somebody else that's come along oh, yeah. and, and replaced. So it is. It's it's one of the toughest, you know, tracks, you know, to be at for sure and groups to run with. But they're, they're classy guys. Oh. Not, you know, they will race oh, yeah. right with you and it's not I'm going to junk them. I'm, you know, they are – you yeah. know, everybody in that class, I think, is I very, can, very classy. I can attest to that because, you know, we've had some problems this year. And, you know, one of the first ones is, like, uh, J.T. Huffman, his whole family, you know, come down, anything you need. I mean, every every racing family is like that. That's just how racing is. Well, if Huffman's know? whole family came down there, do you have enough room in your pit to move? <laughs> the blue well, crew gets down there. I mean, oh, hell, yeah. you got yeah. Well, this was the night they were parked next to us, so we didn't have to worry about that. <laughs> But, no, you know, Matt Boatnick's been a over and helped. You know, Tommy East, which, you know, we're good friends with, has helped. Chastines came down and helped. Almost everyone. Sasser's. Adam Sasser helped us a ton last weekend just to get us back on for the B main. So, you know, it's like a, you know, if they're not if they're not busy with their car and you need help, they're there. And that's, I mean, that's what I like. That's a great thing about racing. Yeah. Is that right? The camaraderie that you have yeah. in the pits. And when we can return the favor, we, you know, we try to do it. So. And it is. It's huge. I mean, for uh, we talk about how do you continue to grow the sport, and that's the one thing I think we nail it on is that if you're a new driver coming in, there's not an intimidation factor. It's not about, you know, they want you to be on the track and race with them because yeah. they want to they want to beat you. It, don't get me wrong, ultra competitive. They're going to look to beat you yeah. and handily, but they want you out there because it's what makes them better, and, and that's the best thing about it. You and I both being from football backgrounds, we would never walk across the field and say, oh, you guys don't have enough shoulder pads? Well, we got some. Oh, no, hell no. You know, that would never, no. ever happen. No. No, so. I, I would laugh Yeah, and yeah. and just continue on. Like, yeah. it would, no, there's. You, you need what? Yeah. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> I mean, no, there, and it is. It's a whole different yeah. mindset for sure. I mean, it, yeah. it is a whole different deal. Hey, let's take a, a quick first break here, uh, get in our sponsors and pay some bills, and we'll be right back with Grant Simpson. 
Race Clean Products is the cleanest brand in motorsports. No matter if you're using the original or the all-new Fast Hands formula, you are guaranteed to keep your hands clean under the most intense racing situations. The original or blue formula is perfect to keep at the sink in your race shop and will ensure that you won't come home covered in grease and grime. But for those unavoidable messes at the track, and you don't have time for a sink and water, be sure to have a bottle of Fast Hands in your trailer. It could be your most important tool. Race Clean products can be found at www.goraceclean.com. Dirt to Media continues to expand its coverage of local racing for race fans. They've expanded to over 70 live events for the 2021 racing season. The live event schedule includes live weekly racing from Brownstown Speedway, Salem Speedway, and Thunder Valley. VIP members can still get all their on-demand racing coverage the next day for one monthly fee. And their monthly fee also includes live racing action each week from Thunder Valley Raceway. In addition to all of this local action, be on the lookout for special events from regional tracks around the Midwest. If you aren't getting your racing action from DirtToMedia.tv, you're missing out on the best coverage in the Midwest. Gilpin Electric and Generator Services is a customer-first company that takes care of all your electric and generator needs. They're your go-to dealer, installer, and generator service company. Don't be stuck without power during severe weather this year. Contact Gilpin Electric and Generator Services on Facebook or call them at 812-953-1261. We've all heard horror stories about insurance companies and insurance agents. Let me tell you about my family's agent, Tommy Taylor. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance and is a multi-line agent that can keep all your insurance in one place. Why is a dedicated agent so important? When you have the unexpected occur, you'd much rather know the person on the other end of the phone. Contact info for Tommy, 812-372-4483 at extension 2447, or look him up on Facebook at Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Don't be another horror story. Stop knocking on wood and relying on a 1-800 number. Trust Tommy Taylor today. All right, and before we jump right back in here in the interview, I do want to announce one other thing. Um, if you haven't seen yet, I'm going to pull it up here on the screen. The Thirsty Goat, uh, which is our parent company, now has a, uh, a, the ability to text. And if you text the goat at 812-203-5080, um, between now and f- next Friday, July 30th at midnight, you're going to be entered for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. So get out there, text the GOAT. He does text back. He's going to be sending out a lot of information through this uh, texting channel about Dirt to Media, about Throttled Up the Podcast, about Thirsty Goat Radio, um, about Fresh Prints, um, anything and everything that we are involved with. And Oh, hold on. Let me say this again now Um, because my volume was off. Uh, so <laughs> text the go eight one two two zero three five zero eight zero, um, and like I like I just said, you didn't hear, uh, but an opportunity to win a hundred dollar Amazon gift card. Uh, lots of news coming back. The goat will text back. He's going to be sending out a lot of stuff about Fresh Prince, Dirt to Media, um, information about uh, Thirsty Goat Entertainment, throttled up, lots of stuff. So. Go over, get a text to him, get a chance to win. So I also want to say this real quick as we jump right back in here. For those of you who do enjoy the opportunity to watch all of your racing action live on dirt to media um, especially at Brownstown Speedway, exciting news. Uh, the fair races both Thursday night and Saturday 
will both be live broadcasted from Brownstown Speedway. So exciting stuff. Plan to get over there um, and get your subscription, your pay-per-view to watch both of those races. Grant, what's the number one thing you feel like you've learned throughout this year? What, what What's the biggest thing that you're like, okay, that was – that's a that's something I, I will never forget again. Uh, there's a lot because I've I've learned a lot this year. You know, being in this class for the first year, but I don't know. I mean, it's I mean I've learned it before, but in this being a new car, learning it again is basically. And it sounds dumb, but go slow to go fast, and definitely on Brownstown with how slick it gets, it's you know going around the corners it's more of you're just one that goes slow and you'll go you're eventually going to go faster you know sounds dumb but it does it does work what Cole, Cole trickle learned that in days of thunder you know, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh 100 um you know but when you talk about you know you you said earlier you like a tight race car how do you like your racetrack to be uh I mean, Brownstown, I've not learned how to run that top yet. So, really, if there's a lot of moisture on the bottom, that's, you know, what I'm going to try to strive for and probably be better on, you know, right now. So, I get that definitely in this car. Um, so now, last Saturday, just walking across it, it seemed like it never slicked off. It felt no, like it, it stayed, it stayed it heavy all but, night. You know, with the weather that we had and the rain the night before, you know, you had a good feeling it wasn't it's still going to be a lot of moisture in it, which I did like that how that track was last week. You know, really, it was a little slick in the middle, but there was still some grip. Bottom was good. Top was, you know, I had to run the top and the B main just to try to get up there, and it was fast. So I did kind of learn a little bit, you know, still struggled a little bit, but, you know, so it's almost like copying, um, I think it was Scott you had on last week. Yep. It's, you know, if there's a top and the bottom <laughs> and then right through the middle is slick because, I mean, there's not a lot of slide jobs in stock cars, but there's a few every now and then. Now we yeah. do know he's a listener. Yeah. You know, everybody comes it. on and says they listen, but no, I listen. He, he pulled it right out right there. That yeah. was yeah, that was good. Uh, we appreciate that, by the way. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> but no, I, and I, I will say this. Obviously, you know, we've said on here a lot of times we love I love a slick racetrack. Yeah. Um, but I also I, I totally get where Scott Trailer was coming from, too. And if you. In a picture-perfect world, if you can draw it up, oh, yeah. traction at the bottom, traction at the top with a huge slide potential in the middle is is beautiful. Um, well, I think the late models last week showed that because Scott James was very dominant in the bottom, like he always is. And Gilpin ran his line at the top like he always does, and uh, that got interesting. Yeah, got real interesting, real fast. Yeah. And, uh, you if, know, if it, James look, hadn't have broke, I think – that would have been even closer. I, I can't disagree with that at all. I can't disagree with that at all. And it, and it's just, it goes back to, and, and, and we've said it on here and, and you know, it, this isn't taken away from Devin's skills at any racetrack. So I, I don't want anyone to take it like that, but my gosh, you are not going to, it's, it's going to be really, really tough to come into Brownstown and, and knock him off. It's, I agree. It's I he agree. just he he has got that place figured out, and it's it's easy for him. Yep. And uh, so yeah, big win for him in the uh, Bobby Wilson Memorial there uh, Saturday night, and uh, you know, cool to see some of those other guys that showed up though. You know, to see K Rob back there at Brownstown and 
And like you said, Scott James back at Brownstown. So Lanigan. Lanigan, yeah. Some really, really cool ones. Um, but before uh, we 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 move on, I, I'll I'll throw that out later. Actually, I'm I'm gonna hold off on it right now. Um, <laughs> I I was gonna say something, but um, it's it's just not the right time. Okay. So I'll I'll, I'll hold <laughs> off on it. All right. <laughs> um, See, he just peaked curiosity everywhere. Yeah, so, yeah. That's, that's, that's not everyone's got to stay till the end. Yeah, yeah. that's Smart. that's cliffhanger. Smart. Yeah. Um, cliffhanger. We just needed dramatic music, man. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't have any more anymore. Know. Um, I don't even know where I'm going now because I I had my my vision, and I pulled it back. I see. So we we were talking a little bit off air though. You know, obviously Brownstown, um, really where you're trying to figure out where's those next tracks that you're looking, you know, to kind of branch out to. Uh, you know, we hit Thunder Valley a couple times this year. Um, that was more so when we were having problems at Brownstown, we were trying to figure it out down there. Um, that's a fun little track. Of course, you're going down there and, you know, as soon as you pull in, you know, JT Huffman's there. He's got a beat down there. So. Well, yeah, when you come in town, they're already. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're everywhere. So, but, uh, probably Bloomington, next one on my list. Um, you know, just cause, you know, I've been to a lot of races up there. Um, my papa used to run up there you know when they did race there so it'd be another track to hit that he's raced on that i get a race on um really i mean maybe putmanville every now and then but other, i mean other than that for around here those would be the tracks those are all good ones yeah yeah and, and super stocks put on a good show at bloomington yes that's a that's a really yeah. fun track to go watch super stocks on for sure What's your goals here? That's what I was getting ready to ask. You. Moving on throughout the rest of the year. Uh, really, just get a good complete night, you know. And I get a trace, and it's hard to have those. And when you do get them, they're far and few between. But um, you know, we're chasing rookie of the year right now for this class. Uh, first couple of weeks put us behind in points, so uh, we're chasing Isaiah Sasser, and he's doing really well this year as well. So um, it's not been easy catching him um in points but we're back up in the top 10 i believe um in points i think he may be ninth or somewhere eighth somewhere in there so you know i'd like to really that's that's my number one goal is to try to get you know my name in the record books over there um just because you know my papal's name's in there so it'd be cool you know there's not been another simpson really race over there um, other than him um my dad did a couple times but you know not long so that's really why and I mean, just more consistent, you know, finishes in the top ten. And, you know, we, we've we shown that we can be top five um, one week and finish fourth. So, you know, maybe some more top fives. You know, if if a win somehow sneaks in there this year, it would be really cool. But, like we were saying, it's it's a hard class. So, I, we're not there yet. Um, we're not in that group of guys yet. Um, a little bit more, you know set up to do on our car to figure it out still learning so uh, so the goal you know rookie of the year and just try to stay top 10 points and finish out strong what's what's your plans for next five years i mean really this class is fun i don't i don't have any desire really to go modified or you know late mall just it's so expensive you know it's you if you don't have good sponsors or a partner or you're not driving for someone you know it's 
really expensive and i've you know learned that just from having buddies mm-hmm. um that own them and which everyone knows racing is expensive but you know that cl- those classes are you gotta spend some money to be up front um you know if i could ever i don't know hot lap a car or something you know late mall just to do it just because my people ran late malls i'd do it but you know i'm never i don't not i'm not saying i stay put with uh super stocks but that's just i say right now that's probably where i'll be gotcha. so it's good to have a consistent person in that class <laughs> that uh you know matt matt Botnick's kind of moved more modified yeah. than he is super, you know he'll get in in denny's uh super stock every once in a while and you know mike field's probably nearing his career you know this it, is it yeah that's what I, I he had told me earlier in the year that this was his last year so I mean, which man, and just to touch on that, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but to touch on that, wow, yeah, I mean, just yes. just to, to flat out say it, I mean, you talk about a a guy that has been so so good um, for the sport, yeah, um, you know, across the board, um, just thank you to Mike Fields. Yeah. I mean, just a, a really really special deal. But what I, you know, what I was adding on there was it's just good to see a guy to be. Always in a super stock that when you show up, it's like, you know, I know that guy's yeah. going to be racing super stocks. So that's, you know. It's a fun class. And, you know, like you guys said earlier, all the drivers are classy. You know, there's not really any dirty drivers, you know. Um, you know that it's going to be a clean race and it's going to be fun. So it's really just a group that hopefully sticks together and then we add to it. I mean, yeah. Jordan Weaver just put a comment here on the uh, Throttle Facebook page, and, and it's it's a good one. He said, he's always said the Superstock class is the best bang for your buck. They're racing for the same amount as us every week. And there, there's a lot of truth to that. Oh, yeah. Those modified Superstock payouts are very, very similar. And, and there's some big Superstock shows that you can go hit, too. Yes. So it is, it's a really, really um, good class. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So when you look back, obviously, you know, your grandpa's influence on you. Who are some other drivers, though, that growing up that you were, you know, you kind of idolized or or was a fan of? Uh, You know, stock car route because, you know, it had the Kenny Simpson Memorial till I was about eight years old. It was last year was 2004. So, you know, for sure, John Gill. He's a great family friend. Um, well, he drove the Dalton car yeah. number 96, yeah. too, you know, yeah. so that was. So he's a great family friend, and, you know, every time. Anytime I went late mall racing, he was racing. You know, he was my pick, which, I mean, obviously was a good pick. Usually. Yeah, that's a pretty <laughs> solid <laughs> one. <laughs> usually. Um, on the open wheel side, you have, um, like, Jeff Bland Jr. Um, mm. out of Springville. He was always tough. Yep. Usually in his own mm. stuff. I mean, yeah. he wasn't, you know, he was working on his own stuff, and so he knew what he had, but he was always a tough driver. Um, Dave Darlin, you know, helped me. He helped me a lot, really, more behind the scenes. Um when I raced, you know, was st- first started in the Silver Crown, even though we raced in one race. Um, but the team RW that he drove for, Motorsports that he drove for, um, he was always in the shop. So, you know, a lot of good, you know, he has, he's forgotten more stuff than I've known. Uh, so, that, that's so. about everybody when it comes <laughs> yeah, to Dave. He's, yeah. yeah, he's very smart. Um, another one is Michael Lewis. He he was a pavement guy on USAC. He raced dirt too, but he was one of the, I, you know, he'll, he's real humble, so he'd probably say not, but he's one of the best, I think, USAC pavement racers there's been in midgets and sprint cars. Um, he raced in Silver Crown, too. He's actually one of the few, when um, Brady Bacon left Terre Haute, 
few, I think a month or so ago, there was another picture circulating around of a Silver Crown car, and he left Terre Haute in turn one and two in the Silver Crown car, and almost the same height as what Brady Bacon did. So, you know, but he was, he's another one. He helped, he's helped me tremendously um, in the midget, Silver Crown, and even now. Um, not only with his connections he has in racing, but, you know, knowledge and all that. So, I mean, really, those are my four, probably, drivers. And I want to go back. You know, you, you brought up John Gill there, and um, I, I I have to throw this out there, and I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. It's actually yeah. my, my setup for tomorrow uh, on my drive to work. But Michael Rigsby just did a big sit-down interview yes. with um, with John Gill. And if you haven't had a chance yet, the Rigsby Report – um, man, just Rigsby, Rigsby kills it. Anytime he gets a chance to do some of these, uh, passion projects as I'll call it. And if people don't know, um, you know, Rigsby was a huge, you know, obviously late model fan as a kid, John Gill fan. So if you haven't had a chance yet, go over the Rigsby report. I will admit I've not listened to it yet tomorrow morning on my way. I've not listened to it either, but Chelsea listened to it and said it was fabulous. Yeah. So I, I give a lot. I I got to give you know a shout out where it's due and, and yeah. yeah. Anytime Rigsby gets to do some of those passion projects, they usually come out pretty amazing. Yeah. So just I just want to give a shout out to him and the, like I said, fans around here, Rigsby report the John Gill interview. Go yeah. go check yeah. that out. Definitely worth it. So and, and I I got to say you know you everyone you just listed there um, is a is a darn good group to uh, to be wanting to follow. Uh, and emulate for sure um you know and and so what what's it like now you know you have these connections and these you know looking at a week you know you have a week that you struggle you got a tough week and you you've talked on here about you know you've had some ups and downs you want to see a complete night who's that first person that you call and say hey what what we got to do what what are we doing wrong here what are we missing uh it's usually just me and my dad and um, another guy, James Randolph, that helps me that when we just get back in the shop, um, you know, because obviously, like I said, we're still learning. My dad's been away from the stock cars for a while. Um, so he's still learning the setups and, you know, what it takes. And so it's really just us three sitting down and, you know, going back over the week before, you know, and our big problem has been the heat races. You know, we have struggled real bad. I've not started inside the top 10 once this year. Um, I think I have four top tens, so I'd like to, you know, <laughs> eventually get into the top ten starting and see how that goes, how that night goes and finishes. So it's, I mean, it's really just whoever's at the track that week, you know, talking to them, you know, sometimes, you know, talking to um, Tommy, Tommy East, uh, he helps a lot too on it. You know, we're usually somehow side by side racing, so. Uh, he actually seen me hit a uke tire a few weeks back, and he said, man, you moved that thing about six inches. I said, well, it gave me a bit better traction down on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, five tires is better than four, except for yeah. when it's a uke tire. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, the bad thing is you push them in, and Jim has them pushed right yeah, back out, so you gain nothing out of that. <laughs> no, yeah. I didn't mean to hit it. But. It hits back. Oh, you no. just ask Zach yeah. Burton. Yeah. 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 Or STP. That's going to say. Yeah. Either or. <laughs> But, no, it's just, you know, it's our group of guys that go to the track every week and are in the shop, you know, three or four times a week trying to get better. And we just, you know, you got to learn somehow. So, you might as well learn. Um, 
Well, get those group of guys out and all your sponsors real quick since you mentioned them there. Let, let's <laughs> hear all you. Well, we, now, you know we do this if you're a listener, so you should have had them ready. I there. got them. I said get to my notes. Yeah, I can jump to our sponsors real quick and come back with them if you want me to. I, I mean, I got them. Okay, yeah. roll with it. Um, roll with it. Just take a minute. Uh, I got <laughs> RPM Enterprise. That's uh, Gloria Glormy. She's out in North Carolina. She's um, she's a huge race fan. So she just, I mean, has helped a lot, and I'm pretty sure she's listening. So East Bending, like I said, Tommy East, uh, he's a racer of his own, but he still helps out when he can. Man, can I jump on that one real quick and just say – a racer's choice coffee yep. unbelievable get on you know racer's choice products i think it's racer's choice products.com if i'm wrong tommy correct it uh but the beef jerky oh my is god off the chain. that's what i have to yeah <laughs> we're yeah. getting ready the 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 print shop is getting ready to place a heck of a racer's choice yeah. beef yeah. jerky order because it's unreal i know when he left us some when he was here i know i didn't leave you a whole lot because i kept sitting here <laughs> eating it no we went through the majority of what yeah. he left us yeah. sitting here that night the uh, bacon beef unreal jerky. yeah and here's the worst part i took the extra couple bags we had to the shop and you got none i thought no i thought i'd share it but i ended up hiding the bags with the shop and every time i opened the bag i thought about going out and sharing <laughs> it with everybody else i just end up eating the whole bag i, I don't blame you that's <laughs> I'm just gonna be, stuff, a, be real so yeah sorry to interrupt <laughs> no, you grant but the, no. i had the, the I beef jerky's crazy 100 percent agree with that um Jerry Medlin, another uh, just old-time racer, loves it. He's from Oklahoma. Um, these next two are real big to us just because uh, of family friends, but Jerry Davis Racing Engines and Davis Automotive with John Davis, uh, they have helped. They're probably annoyed by us by now, so but they have helped a lot and, you know, always willing to help. So A.J. Bowen at REMAX um, Properties, uh, the Handy Husband, it's a custom indoor remodeling in the Indy area. Um, they helped out before on open wheel stuff, and they've came back for uh, the stock car side. Uh, Brandon Barrett at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, um, BR, Jordy, and Colby, uh, the 812 crew, uh, Neil Tire and Auto Service, B&B Cars Incorporated, Umfress Masonry, Fleetwood and Sons Lawn Care, Weaver's Wrecker Service, uh, Crossroads Truck Equipment in Bedford, Indiana, Bedford Home Furnishings uh, in Bedford, Springer and Springer Insurance, Bush Monuments, um, Dasco Race Supply, Devin and Donnie over there, they've helped us a ton too um, with just knowledge, really. And uh, Radical Race Gear gave me a good uh, custom suit this year. Uh, Niflis Design, Trist, Trent Niflis. Mm -hmm. So he's the one that made my car look like what it is, and he knocked that thing out of the ballpark. One of the best there is. Yeah, yes. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, Michael Lewis, who I just talked about, he, uh, he's helped a lot. Uh, Kite and Kellex, Calver, one of my good buddies, uh, two little kids. They wanted their name on the race car, so they saved up. That's awesome. That is so, very cool. Uh, the Compton clan, uh, Kelly and Jennifer and their daughter. Uh, they're from Seymour, and they've always been uh, good family friends. And then um, T. Philly. And I want to also mention my crew with, you know, like I said earlier, my dad, Jordan and James Randolph, Kevin Umfress. Um, I'm going to throw this guy in there because now I'm going to get a text message probably, and he'll be <laughs> whining about Britton Gotsy. So, oh yeah. my gosh. He did let me. I'll give him. He did let me borrow his trailer when he wasn't racing one week when ours was not all done yet. So. And he's never let you forget it. No, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure I'll still get texting either way. I'll get one too, just because <laughs> I. <laughs> no, no. I, I got to say this. I, I'm going to interrupt you again there because you got some good ones here. But um, hey, number one, nothing but love for Britain and 
one of the coolest things I've ever had the chance to do. Um, and we've got a lot of these cool ones, but obviously, and it's not interviewing Britton Gotzi on the pre-race <laughs> show. That's not where I was going to go. Uh, Ray Gotzi, though, to sit and listen to Ray tell stories. And then as soon as we got off the air with that, and I wish we'd have left the cameras rolling, he told us how bad he ripped Britain at Circle City. <laughs> and it was it was great. So, yeah, shout out to Britain. Yeah. Well, I'm sure the only way Ray was coming on if you guys invited Britain. So he had to get that in there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He, wanted, yeah he wanted to make sure he <laughs> yeah. let us know that he still gets <laughs> yeah. after it. Yeah. No, then um, I have Mark Perry, Cade Flynn, uh, Reed Hamlin. And then also I want to thank um, – Tanner Chastain, because when we went car hunting, uh, Trey was getting out, and he was buying Trey's car, and he gave us an unbelievable price for a race-ready car, and um, really, you know, we bought it, and then a few weeks later, we had to make some adjustments just for me to be able to fit in the car. You know, I'm a little bit bigger boy than Tanner <laughs> is, so uh, we was able to race. So, you know, thanks to Tanner and Shelby and even just the whole Chastain family, you know, any questions we've had, they've helped out, too. That's pretty awesome. That's a, that's an amazing group right there of oh, people yeah. for sure. And, um, and you I'm know amazed. they know their cars because, you know, because <laughs> week in, week out, they're up front. So I'm amazed at the, the distance between sponsors that you were able to latch on to. You know, a yeah, lot we of went guys, North Carolina to Oklahoma. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's amazing <laughs> yeah. that you, you got support like that out there. That's That was uh, – and that was people we just met in, like, you know, in the Silver Crown Series that, you know, they just love racing and – um, it was Gloria and her husband, Fred, who passed away uh, last year. And before he passed away, I told her that anyway, you can keep racing, keep racing. So she's helped out more than she needed to and, you know, much appreciated. And she loves racing. But I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to any sponsor that jumps in and helps with racing because oh, yeah. a, unless you're a fan of it, you know, like we are or you're directly involved in, in other ways, you really don't realize how much – you depend on your sponsors, you know, for, yeah. for things that come up in, the, in their year. I'll probably get blamed for this when I get home, but I did forget one. My mom, uh, <laughs> you know, she's not a big fan of racing, but anything I do or anything, you know, my brother or sister do, she is 100% in our corner and supports us all the way. Uh, she, you know, my grandma, my nana has dementia real bad, so she takes care of her all the time, so she's not been able to make it to, you know, watching the grandstand. So, Thankful for Dirt 2 Media, you know, having mm. that live broadcast for, you know, only 20 bucks. You know, it's, you know, good, really good price for a live event. And she's able to watch it every weekend we go race. So That's awesome. You know, yeah. and I, I do want to say that, you know, and, and the coolest thing that we get from Dirt 2 Media is those stories. Yeah. Um, you know, and I got to give a shout out. Adam Stricker, good buddy of the show. He messages me almost weekly about how excited it is that his grandma can't get out and get to the track. She gets to watch him race. Um, and she even gets on to him when he doesn't go race at a place that <laughs> we're at because <laughs> I got a text as soon as uh, Sunday came around. Are you guys going to have Circle City? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, grandma wants to know. And I'm like, yeah, we got gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah. So it is, that's the coolest thing for us. You know, for anybody who, you know, thinks otherwise – we're not making millions of dollars. Um, we're still waiting for that to roll in. Uh, but we do it because we love it. We do it because of stories like that. And we want, you know, to to give something to local racing that it deserves but doesn't always get. So yeah. thank you. I appreciate you mentioning that. 
Speaking of sponsors, though, let's jump in here real quick for our second round of sponsors, and we're going to come right back and uh, finish up here with Grant Simpson. Hey, Matt, what would you say is one of your most prized possessions? Oh, it has to be my racing T-shirts. And you've got an impressive collection. But I heard about a new place. P3RacingShirts.com is the one and only place offering genuine custom racing shirts with no minimum quantities. Their shirts are printed in full color using the latest technology and direct-to-garment printing. They have custom designs for several different car types and specialize in our favorite, dirt track racing. That has to be great for the local driver. You don't have to buy all those up front. Absolutely, and they don't have to hold all that inventory at home. What did you say that was again? P3RacingShirts.com. Let's check them out. Schaefer Photo and Custom Tee is the place for any race fan to get racing memorabilia. Mark and Jamie Schaefer will work to make whatever custom photo product you would like, from prints, keychains, magnets, buttons, and much more. Stop by the Schaefer Photo and Custom Tee booth and let Bronze Bobby know what they can do for you. P3 Graphics is one of Indiana's premier suppliers for motorsports wraps and apparel. P3 Graphics offers great pricing along with some of the best customer service in the industry. Give them a try on your next project and you won't be sorry. You can contact them via email, phone, or on Facebook on the P3 Graphics page. To find out more, go to www.p3graphix.com. Again, that's www.p3graphics.com. Jeremy Owens has a reputation for being fast on the track, but also very clean in how he races other drivers. He takes the same approach to his business, OCC construction and seamless gutters. He'll give you the best price, complete the job in the quickest timeline possible, all while giving you the best quality craftsmanship you can find. Jeremy believes that his word is everything, and the best form of advertising is word of mouth. He wants every customer happy when he finishes a job. So if it's new gutters, renovation projects, decks and patios, or a full home remodel, give OCC Construction and Seamless Gutters a call today. When you call them, let them know Thirsty Goat Entertainment sent you. You can contact OCC at 812-592-7899. And we are back, and there, uh, you know, before we, we jumped off with our sponsors, we kind of broken down a little bit of last week and some of the winners and the I do want to give a big shout-out to the third Peden sister, Steve, um, on his win. I think he's the oldest. Yeah, the oldest Peden sister and the ugliest, yeah. uh, hands down. Um, not even a competition. But on his win uh, the the other night, Saturday night, at Brown Sound Speedway. So, shout-out to Steve. Um, it was a heck of a win. It was a good race. Mm, it was a good and, race. Uh, a heck of a win. And I, I, I got to also give a shout-out to – Tyler Collins, who yeah, he didn't lose much on his maternity leave. I'll man, he was he was he was pumping and doing everything. Yes, he, he was. Could. Yeah, that was. Um, I was impressed, and I know he was a little frustrated Sunday night at Circle City, but I'll give him credit. It was it was a one lane racetrack, and except for him and Robert Rainey, who did everything they could to blow the top off and get a top line going, and Robert scrubbed both walls trying to get you know something going up there, and you know shout out for those guys and. I talked to Tyler afterwards, and Tyler said, man, he goes, I, I, I wasn't going to win unless I found something different than what they had, and I was willing to, to go take a chance. So Going back to Robert, though, I've seen him race at Ponderosa, and he ain't afraid of the wall. Oh, no, no, no. That, that wall, I don't know if it's because he's young, <laughs> you know, but he, he's not afraid of the wall at all. No, and I will say this. You know, the thing is, his dad, Isaac, does such a good job of supporting him, mm -hmm. you know, go. Go try and find something. Go yeah. make something happen. 
So, yeah, shout-out to those guys. But, yeah, I just I wanted to make sure I got in that big shout-out to the third Peden sister because uh, heck of a job by him. So, uh, Well, since we're going to – J.T. Huffman got a win. Yeah. So good good job for him. Second this year at Brownstown. Yes. Third. Second, second at Brownstown. Second one at Brownstown. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, so I was, I was glad for that, for you know, for him. He uh, – because, you know, he was weighing out if he was going to come back or not after the first one and – and uh, I was glad to see him come back, and, and glad to see him get another win. Absolutely. And and again, I, I just I want to say this too because I, I we talk about it all the time, and Jim Price catches a lot of flack as any promoter does, but Jim catches a lot. Number one, any other promoter would have called the races off Friday night at five p.m. Pretty much every other promoter did. And, and I, I get that that can be frustrating to some people. And I will be the first to admit, Saturday morning when it rolled around the 9, 9.30, 10, and we hadn't got a call, I'm sitting there and I'm cussing Jim up one side down the other saying, make this damn call, let's do this. But I'll, and, he, and even when I pulled in with our, our trailer and I looked down and there was – Standing water in the grass on the fairgrounds, I thought, what is he thinking? There ain't a chance. As the water was coming out of the back of the water truck. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and again, kudos to him. And he yeah. said and, and I you know, I talked to him Sunday at Circle City and he said at nine o'clock I didn't think we could race. He said, but by ten it had already changed so much that he said I thought it we can push this mm -hmm. thing and do it. So again, I just want to give him a shout out because not only did he push it but a great racing service and great racing all night long oh, yeah. again. Um, just well, a really cool We had deal. two first-time winners Saturday night. Yeah. Pure stock there, Bailey Bowtie Jones, which yeah. it was requested that he is Bailey Bowtie. Which is the one of the coolest nicknames you can yes. have. Yes. And then uh, Chris Hillman Jr. in the Hornets. His uh, He raced uh, two classes there Saturday night, but uh, was victorious in the Hornet. Absolutely. So – Grant, I'm going to jump right back in here, too. If, you know, you talk about wanting to, you know, possibly hot lap a late model or feel that, you know, get a chance to kind of venture out there. Is there any any interest now about still about open wheel, about pavement racing, anything there? Or are you you set it's dirt from here on out? Yeah, I mean, I had tons of fun in pavement, but um, and also my pavement history that i have i think has helped me a lot at brownstown um but yeah i know it's it, it was hard to be passed up a 45 minute drive home you know after a racetrack that's just and it's just a lot more fun i mean dirt tracks it's just it's in my blood so i actually i mean no i probably not it's i'm know. glad to hear that no <laughs> I don't know how many different ways I can say no, but yeah, <laughs> no, it's probably this for, uh, you know, as long as I can afford it and have good sponsors and partners, uh, I'll keep doing it. I love it. And now I do want to also throw out, you know, we don't always get into this with a lot of the guests we have on here, but you know, you're involved in some other things outside of the racetrack too. Cause I asked you before we went on there, I said, Hey, you racing somewhere this weekend? Cause Brownstown is off for the fair setup, but you got something else big going on. Yeah, um, this weekend we just, I mean, like we're, you know, running for rookie year at Brownstown, you know, and having some troubles with the car this year. So we're focusing mainly on Brownstown until um, we get that all figured out. And, you know, we decided to take the weekend off to get, you know, prepared for next week, have two races at the fair. So um, 
I have a big uh, state tournament this weekend for softball. Mm. Um, you know, we've won state before in it um, two years ago. So we're up in, you know, up in the levels. So it's a, in my hometown, so Bedford. So, well, not my hometown. Hometown's Boca. But it's in, you know, my town, Bedford. Um, so. Don't worry. Only about 12 people knew. Yeah. It's <laughs> three minutes apart. So. <laughs> But yeah, I'll be uh, competing in a state tournament. So hopefully, me that was the 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 eight one two crew. That was the team. That's our softball team name. So we're all from Lawrence County, basically. Very cool. Very cool. And that's uh. So yeah. So we don't always get to talk anything outside of racing. What we do outside of that. But yeah. uh, uh it, very cool that you're going to be competing yeah. in that this weekend. And we wish you the best of luck there for Appreciate sure. It. That's yeah. That's taking a big hole. I uh, last year that's about all i did so last actually last two years every weekend i was going somewhere all over indiana to play so now very cool it's racing and you know friends are they don't really understand dirt track racing but they come to them and support me so yeah we we talked earlier we we have a mutual friend uh that i <laughs> i grew up with and um probably past his bedtime yeah i'd say he yeah and uh the funny story was it was I don't even remember what weekend it was, but I had gone down to present the quick time award and I get a text message because Matt, you always do such a tremendous and elegant job of um, announcing me and slamming me at the same time. I've never slammed you. Um, I just said, if you wanted a picture with Justin <laughs> Roller, you had to get fast time. And, uh, um, but I get a text as I'm coming back off the track and it says, are you at the racetrack? And I'm and and Jordan Hawkins, I'll, I'll I'll call him out here. Jordan Hawkins has never seen a dirt track in his life. No. Um, I don't think he even played in dirt. <laughs> yeah, I don't think if he did, he went right in and yeah. washed his hands off. Um, Love you, buddy. But uh, he and I'm like, yeah. What are you? How do you know I'm at the the racetrack? And he's like, I thought that was you on the track. And I'm like, are you at the racetrack? So. <laughs> found out he's friends with grant came out to support grant so a cool deal i mean a, a guy that's never been to the racetrack um he was worried about the dirt flakes you know flying up on him and getting on him um if, if Ra he probably had a ralph lauren shirt on well i'm gonna have to get him one of those like bubbles so yeah. that it, it doesn't get on him but uh no very cool again just expanding the the dirt track family and and getting more people involved so you guys need to explain to him there are suites that would put him indoors at the racetrack yeah, he can suffer. He'll be all right. Yeah, we well, yeah, <laughs> not that good a friend. Well, I don't know if he rented it. You could hang out there. I got a trailer. I got I, I got TV. Okay, I, I was just I, helping I you. Live feed to up, you. He ended up hanging out in the. Trailer he did end up bit. in the trailer for a little bit, uh, but. So now, so I'll, I'll work on my introduction for you from now on. Oh God, it, that's, be, oh, I be, know it's I know what's coming be now. It'll more elegant. Yeah, well, I know what's coming now. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll be the fourth Peden sister, <laughs> the ugly stepchild. Um, but uh, so, Grant, hey man, we I, I gotta say this though, just cool to get a chance to talk to you, and you know, I love the fact that you're over there and racing and competing and and the lineage the family history mm -hmm. continuing is so cool but more than even that just to continue to have people that want to get into this sport and be involved is huge um because it's what we love to do and without people willing to take the financial risks that you do 
it's not gonna be here anymore yeah i mean it was probably about a five-year break i really maybe went to about three races over that span then i my buddy ends up uh getting me to go to the hall of fame classic i think it was last year early august is that when mm-hmm. that is yeah and uh we were sitting there and he looked at me he's like you miss it and i was like yeah i said you know it's fun well two weeks later that's when we ended up with a car and we raced the uh, jackson 100 weekend and the final points night weekend so missed the first the jackson 100 by one sh- uh one car in the b main then you know made it the second night so and I apologize. I was not laughing at you telling that story. I got my Britain Gatsby yeah, tags. Yeah, I, I seen. I got one on mine too, so I, yeah. I haven't opened it. Uh, I got keep talking shit, and you'll catch these hands. Oh. Um, I said I'll get my catcher's mitt. <laughs> uh, so he'd he'd break a nail. He he missed the point where I said nothing but love, but uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> so hmm. but, he's a fool. <laughs> Uh, I will say that's when I did go over to his garage, you know, a couple nights, helped him on his car. Well, I'm I, sorry. I supervise, you know, I'm not going to work on, I barely get dirty working on my car, you know, I like to stay clean too, but <laughs> now he's like, you're not going to help me. I was like, dude, I barely get dirty working on my car. I ain't going to help you. I said, get someone else over here. But his Ray would come out and Ray had, you know, a few stories for me from my papa. So it's, you know, it was cool getting back and hearing that too as well especially from ray when you know they race side by side oh yeah for a good amount of time and he drove for ray some and uh just uh, i'm sure he could go hours on hours on stories but he only told a few that's awesome before we get down to i do want to make a comment about one of our other friends of the show pretty good friend i think he's up near the top of being on the show the most always had a lot of respect for him thought he thought well of things but this got told last night he bought a jeep so now I don't know how much I feel about him anymore. So Justin Bowling, I, I really thought you were smarter <laughs> than that man. I just uh... I got the Jeep way for you, Bowling. Yeah, <laughs> don't you yeah. worry. Yeah, we're sitting on the couch and Chelsea's like, Justin Bowling bought a Jeep. And I was like, I thought he was smarter than that. So you just wait till you see what I ordered in for you. I got some things coming for you. Uh, don't forget your announcement either. No, I, what I was going to say, it, it just wasn't the right time, and I wanted to check. It's nothing like that great, but I did want to say on a serious note, um, you know, please keep Ray Humphrey yes, and the family yes, and definitely. your thoughts and prayers. We got to talking about Devin, and, and I it dawned on me thinking about Shelby and the supercar. Mm-hmm. We were kind of joking. That's why I kind of got off of it. But, yeah. again, you know, keep Ray – you know, in your thoughts, prayers, the family. I know yes. we saw an update yesterday. Um, you know, still in critical condition, but starting to 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 do better. Yes. Um, but just you know, really, really surround that group with with prayers because again, that's why. You know, obviously, no Raymond and uh, no Shelby at at Brownstown on Saturday night, and uh, just want to say from all of us here at you know throttled up and thirsty goat entertainment. You know, prayers are out to you guys. You know, I I did the prayer from the flag stand last saturday and i you know i mentioned you know the humphrey family and you know shelby and all of them and uh that's pretty hard to do when you got all those people staring at you while you do that because that that comes from the heart and uh you know i couldn't get you know rob was going to carry the flag because that was his dad's race Mm -hmm. so i I couldn't you know get back to the tower to do all the opening ceremony so i did it from the flag stand and that was uh probably really hard you know probably one of the hardest things i've done you know there and it's amazing. My seven-year-old, when we got back in, asked me, you know, about 
who was Matt talking about? What was that? So it, it, it struck a chord with him. My three-year-old, I was worried about running out and jumping in the car with Rob <laughs> to carry the American flag. Um, yeah. So I was trying to wrangle him, but the seven-year-old at least paid attention. So, yeah. uh, but no, just, you know, nothing but, but, you know, prayers and hope for, for the family. And uh, we're thinking about all of you. But Grant, man, we wish you the best of luck. Um, you know, obviously, big week next week, two fair races, uh, and uh, we'll keep pulling for you the rest of the year, man. We appreciate you coming up and being on part of the show. Yeah, and I do have one more thing, and he's probably going to kill me. But Tommy was on here a couple weeks ago, and you tried to give him the nickname Iceman. But I think us and the chat scenes we were talking the other night. Uh, I think it ought to be the Candy Man. Oh, that's good. He's uh, vending. Yeah, we I can't wait till Thursday now. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. And he's, he'll probably text me too, but I think that's a good nickname for him. We're going to have three or four fights in the pits next week just because of this episode. <laughs> but, uh, no. but no, I, I like good. the Candyman. I like is really good. Yeah, that's good. The Candyman <laughs> can. Uh, so, yeah. So, but no, nothing but, uh, but. You know, good wishes to you as well, and we, we appreciate you and uh, wish you the best of luck. Yep. Appreciate you having me on. All right, everybody, and we will be back next week. Uh, Alan Etzel will be our guest, um, Crate Late Model Racer, uh, former pavement racer, former uh, been involved in figure eights, the whole nine yards, uh, but jumped into this crate deal, and, and man. He's grabbed it by the horn. Has done a heck of a job. Um, and I got to say this, one of the coolest things – uh, showed up at Circle City. They just put the car on the rollback from the record service and rolled it right in on the rollback. It looked awesome. And uh, so cool deal. That's so an old Chad Stapleton trick. It right was there. it was awesome, man, because uh, for those who don't know, the, the toter and hauler got stuck at Brownstown on yeah. Saturday night, and they struggled getting it out. But uh, uh, they just rolled her in right there on the rollback and, and laid her down. Well, so. He's got a great wrench with him. Gator, who's been around with everybody, is uh, helping the Edsels now, so. I'm sure he's passed a lot of knowledge on to him. 100%. So, yeah, so he'll be on with us next week. So so get on and join us then. Um, again, thank you to Grant Simpson and Grant Simpson Racing. And uh, get out to your local dirt track. Support it this weekend. Uh, we will be with Dirt to Media. We'll be at, uh, at Salem Speedway uh, doing the race down there on Saturday. So check us out. Thanks, everybody.